Hello, this is the Learning, Teaching and Assessment in Higher Education podcast from Sheffield Hallam University in the UK. My name's Andrew Middleton. In this podcast, I speak with Natalie Turner, a graphic design lecturer at Sheffield Hallam, about her use of Flickr with her students. So can you just give me uh, some background about the module? Okay, the module was called Design Methods, and it was a level four module, um, and it was really their introduction to their experience in graphic design. So um, we crammed in lots of um, short projects, um, so and they were working in groups. Um, but the thing about um, design, as opposed to some other courses, is that we write new project briefs for every module every year. So we're quite often a little bit last minute in our planning um, because of the nature of taking current practice and current projects that are going on around and taking inspiration from those. So this project was about um, collections um, and we were getting the students to look at um, natural objects and how they might make collections out of them. Um, And they went on a trip to the Yorkshire Sculpture Park to look at Andy Goldsworthy um, sculptures and then we gave them a set of six words um, there was sharp rage and um, some other words and they were expected to communicate these through collecting natural objects making sculptural forms and photographing them um, and so we suggested that they use their own phone cameras or digital cameras um, we had some bookable cameras available but um, this intake was 120 students, so we obviously didn't have right. 120 digital cameras. So how many of the students actually use uh, camera phones for the um, assignment? I don't actually know how many use camera phones, mm. but it worked. There were, you know, they, yeah. there were no problems. and Nobody had a camera from the bookable space, so they all had access to their own. Um, it obviously, you know, we said if there were any issues, they could come and see us, but there weren't, so... And having seen uh, examples of the photographs, the quality is great. It's isn't amazing. It? Yeah. We were we were stunned when we saw what mm. they'd, what they'd come up with, um, particularly because this was the output for just one day, a one day project. Um, the problem was um, that we'd set this project um, a little bit last minute because they were going to the Yorkshire Sculpture Park, um, and we wanted them to do it on the day while they were there. Um, but we hadn't thought through the consequences of um, all those students printing out a set of six photographs on the colour printer in the one day that they had to do it. So um, thinking kind of on the spot, we decided to set up a a website to do it. Um, So, well, a Flickr site. Um, So I've never used Flickr before, Um, didn't know how it worked. So I went on and set up an account I think in hindsight I might have done it slightly differently, but I just set up an account that everyone could go to uh, and upload their photographs. So you hadn't used Flickr before, so who suggested Flickr specifically? Um, No one suggested it, I was aware of it, Mm -hmm. Um, and I've used it to um, source interesting images before. Um, because I find because they're taken by real people usually, they're more interesting than Mm. kind of stock photography. So um, yeah, I've kind of browsed it before, but never set up an account or uploaded anything. So you find find yourself doing that at very short notice, and yeah. basically it was straightforward. Yeah, really straightforward. Um, the only problem we had was that 
we hadn't realised the size limit. Well, the size limit was very generous on the site, but because we had so many students uploading photographs, we had a bit of a crisis in that um, it had stopped accepting stuff. So as new stuff came on, it dropped off old stuff off the back. Oh, right. Um, but it was all there. So all we had to do was get um, someone very nice in finance to agree to spend twenty nine ninety nine US dollars, um, and that upgraded it to an unlimited account. Um, and how did the um, students respond to using Flickr then? I mean, presumably some people were aware of it as well and some perhaps weren't. Yeah, again, um, it was very much a kind of... I showed them on the overhead projector how to upload a photograph and that that was a live learning experience for me. For you. So there was right. no <laughs> practice before. It was like, OK, I'm going to see if mm. it's doable. Yeah. Um, I like a bit of risk in life and luckily it worked and we said if I, you know there was support there if anyone couldn't do it but within a group of six students you would probably expect that one of them would have the technical skills I mean they they all use MySpace, Flickr probably a million other sites I've never even heard of yeah so a lot of them are very um kind of technical savvy so where there are some students who aren't familiar with these sort of technologies yeah. you expected them to turn to other students yeah. for support and that's how it worked out yeah and as you say with uh, MySpace and a lot of these other applications the idea of uploading photographs is yeah. probably familiar to quite yeah. a few of them yeah. yeah in previous years how did you run this assignment well we've never run this assignment before that's the the thing with design is that we constantly change the briefs so that's why a lot of our planning is last minute because we're writing new material every year um so in previous years we might have done a completely different project brief so there's no direct comparison right um there's only comparison in the learning outcomes um, yeah but this is actually a new a new module how does this fit in with uh, the relationship between design and technology i mean there's quite a strong relationship with technologies you know a lot of the, the adobe applications do you see that the technology um is a core part of you know the module now um no, you know, design methods yeah the design methods module is really about encouraging experimentation and um, taking risks and i think what this does is it's not about producing a finished piece of work it's about up uploading an idea essentially and i think that's really how we view technology and design that design's there to support good ideas not to drive the ideas so um although it was you know we specified photography I think it could have been a whole range of other ways of mm. doing it but I think you know for me it's about having the idea first and then the technology supporting it I noticed on when you were showing me um, another Flickr site that you've set up that uh, some of the work up there isn't photographic it's graphic mm -hmm. um, so you're continuing to look at Flickr beyond this a uh, assignment here yeah it was so successful with the level 4 um, that we set up a site for the level six to um, promote uh, our course and for them to promote themselves as individuals. Um, unfortunately, we've had some problems with it. It wasn't as successful, um, but we kind of just wanted to experiment with it. Um, basically, what happened is not all the students subscribed to the idea of putting their work up. Um, some students kind of clowned around with it and put some stuff up that maybe wasn't so appropriate um, 
and it is a public access site so you know we haven't sent it out as a promotional thing yet but that's what we were hoping to do um, I've since learnt there's a better way of doing it which is setting up a group and then we can monitor who's putting things on um, and the students get a bigger um, space allocation so I think that's maybe the way the way forward um, but also making sure the students are owning it um, for themselves not that we're telling them to do it because if it's not part of assessment they've got to see the benefit of using it exactly, as yeah. a promotional tool and maybe the way to do it wouldn't be to say we've set you up a Flickr site but for them to work out what what would be the best way for them to use Web2 to promote themselves um, and for them to own it from the start but I think things like um, adding on descriptions and their names and little you know, more of the portfolio kind of idea is what we were hoping for. The level four, it was their first week at university, and we just said, put the stuff up, put the stuff up on Flickr, um, and they just did it. They just accepted. Yeah, this is we're at university, and you obviously put your work up on Flickr. So there was no barrier to them doing it. It was just like, okay, they accepted it. Whereas I think with level six, we've never done it before, and maybe there's a bit more suspicion there of. You know, I don't know, this isn't what you do at university, why are you asking us now to do it? So I think introducing it in that first week has been a really good move for us with the first years, and we should be able to carry that on through. It'll be interesting to see whether those students do accept it mm. o- over the years, over mm. the next couple of years. Yeah. Um, you were also saying, you know, that there's uh, that question about using a public service rather than a, a university service. You, that this was something that you had to do yeah I think the kind of corporate things there's maybe not the incentive there for them to use it or it doesn't feel real whereas putting it up on Flickr is real it's out there they can phone their mum and dad up when they get home in the first week and say look at what I've done at college today or you know they can get their friends to look at it and I think there's a real sense of achievement with it whereas you know putting it up on Blackboard doesn't seem quite so glamorous or real and you're also saying that a lot of the students have MySpace accounts or Facebook accounts and being up there and out there is is not anything unusual to them so it's probably quite usual to most of the students at least uh, to be using Flickr completely usual and they talk about the course and they put their work up on their own sites and but um the difference is that we, we don't have any ownership over that, so they can really write what they like about the course and the, their work and us, whereas um, if they know that we're involved, it becomes more of a useful tool to have a, um, a voice for graphic design, but it's still not corporate in the way that um, other sites might be if they were set up officially by the university. Yeah, but, uh, so you're... That- spontaneous idea for using Flickr was about um, having a way to collate all the work that was happening Um, but subsequently you know there are other aspects to Flickr and I was wondering whether you were thinking of using more of those in terms of you know titling uh, getting uh, people to uh, describe their work and because it's a social site um, Mm. there's an opportunity there for uh, peer assessment and, and online crits which is you know the crit is a very constructive part of mm. design practice isn't it yeah absolutely I think one thing we have done um, is it's enabled staff who aren't 
directly teaching on that group on that day to see what's going on and to see the standard of work, um, which has been really good. And I think definitely um, the ability to crit stuff online is good. We actually used it as, as a, um, a live crit, but we didn't write comments in it. But I think it is a way of you know people who can't be in on the day having access to other students' work and seeing what's going on. So I think it broadens out the participation. I've heard uh, people who run uh, photographic-based Flickr accounts talk about the value of commenting on other people's work. And that's what happens in a a crit, isn't it? It's Mm. not just hearing what's good and bad about your work, but it's other people articulating Mm -hmm. what they feel is good and bad. Have the Flickr photographs been been brought back into other pieces of coursework? You know, is that part of the idea there, do you think? Um, I think it's there as a resource um, for all the students. We, we asked um, other years to look at the work, so we're actually using it as kind of learning across the three years because the um, level six students were actually doing a very short brief that we'd set, which was about communicating an idea. And some of them were getting a bit tangled up in it, and, and we said, look at how simple... The first years have done it, so we used it as a case study of like how you can communicate an idea very simply and effectively, um, because they'd done it and the work was there. But if you have to go, you know, scrabbling about in the studio to find work, you can never show it again. It's once it's happened and the student's taken it home. Whereas this is a permanent record. So, have you got any sense of how Flickr and other web? to technologies are starting to impact professional practice at all? Um, not really so much for me. I think maybe some of the some of my colleagues who are more digital based or motion based probably um, probably use it more. But I think, you know, for me design is about using your hands and making stuff and technology is just the icing on the cake really. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay, well, finally, um, it sounds as though you're going to be doing something similar again this year. Um, is uh, what, what are your plans? I think definitely um, for Level 6, we'd like to set up a promotional thing for them to promote their work and for us to promote the course. Um, so we will be kind of trying to instigate some enthusiasm for that um, and maybe setting that up in a way where we can see what individuals are contributing um, and I think we'd use it again in in um, future project briefs to show work and to crit work um, but again I can't say concrete plans because we, change, plan, all the we time. change the briefs all the time so what's good is that if we need it we've got it there and it's so easy um, and now I, now I know about the groups as well. Mm. That gives unlimited space for every student, pretty much. So yeah. we don't have to pay our twenty nine ninety nine anymore either. Right. Thank you very much, Natalie. Thank you. Thank you to Natalie for agreeing to talk to me. You can contact me by emailing lta-podcast at shu.ac.uk or you can leave a voice message on the show notes website at http colon forward slash forward slash lta podcast dot blogspot dot com